You're listening to the weekly podcast of Dunamis Christian Faith Church of Louisville, Kentucky. We pray you enjoyed today's message. I want you to turn in your Bibles. Everybody should have a word. Turn it to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I thought Elder Juan was going to preach my message. But we want to look at 2 Corinthians. Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, and we want to look at that scripture today, and then we're going to move on in the word. The title of my message today is The Brave-Hearted. Lion of Judah, brave-hearted, Lion of Judah. And then in your subtopic, I want you to put a revelation of what he done for you. You need to get a revelation of what he has done for you. As we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I want to take you into eternity before the beginning of time all the way to Calvary. Glory to God. Look what the scripture says. It says, for we, ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. He became poor. He left eternity. He left heaven. He left his mansion. He left all of his service, the host, to come redeem you imagine you saying I'm gonna give up where I live at right now to go to Africa and give my life to building wells for those that don't have running water are you ready to do that are you ready to forsake all that you have Give it all up for somebody that might not even accept you. I want you to know Jesus did that for you. Where that he was in a place where the streets were paved with gold. The entire skyline of the city was pure transparent gold. He was there with his father. Fellowshipping with his father. And he left all of that for you so that you didn't have to go to a place called hell. See, people get caught up on that word rich. But thank God he made you spiritually rich. Someone say amen. amen. But he left all of heaven's glory 
for you. That takes a brave heart. He was the word. Before the beginning of time, Jesus was the word. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. So really, Jesus, instead of Jesus, his name is really word. He is the word. He is God the word. And John 1.14 says, and the word was made flesh. So the word took on a body. Come on. The word left eternity to come live in a body so he could die for you. That takes a brave heart. That takes a brave heart for you to leave everything you got right now. And say, I'm going to go on the mission field. Huh? And live like the people. That I'm trying to help. Jesus was the word made flesh. Now I want you to write the word brave down. Brave. Brave. He was brave. And it means to face and endure danger of pain or showing courage. It means to face and endure danger or pain, but you're, sh but you're showing courage. How many people today are living in fear? How many Christians are not brave today? You're not even brave enough to stand up and give them a praise. Somebody got to tell you to praise. Another word for brave, it, it means to endure or face unpleasant conditions or behavior without showing fear. It means to endure or face unpleasant conditions or behavior without showing fear. Touch your neighbor and say, are you brave today? Are you brave enough to even say that? Are you brave enough to live for Jesus? Because in these last days, you're going to have to be brave. This message was birthed in my spirit when I saw the video of those police officers that was going through that school in Nashville to get the shooter. I don't know if y'all saw that video or not, but those police officers were brave. They didn't run from the fire. They ran to the fire. What are you running from today? Why are you afraid to run into your destiny, your dream? And as they was going through that building as a team, they were so brave. And I heard the angel of the Lord speak to me and said, we're braver than that. The host said, we're braver than that. And then if they're brave, you got to know Jesus is brave. He was brave enough to leave all of heaven to come put on a body to die for you. 
so that you wouldn't have to live in fear. So that you don't have to live a timid, intimidated life. So that you didn't have to die in your sins. My question to you is, what are you brave enough to do today? Are you brave enough to lay down your offense and your attitude, your stinking thinking, your opinions? See, because the whole message of the cross is self-denial. We live in a generation now where people make everything about them. All political correctness. They live out of their feelings. Christians are so touchy and offended and opinionated. Social media has made you very opinionated about everything, including the things of God. Think you know everything, but your character is horrible. You're fake. You're one way in church, come on, but you're another way when you leave here. What I mean by that, I'm talking about in your character and how you talk and how you face the issues of life, how you deal with your marriage, how you deal with your finances. And here, everybody has faith. But when you leave, do you really operate in what you've been taught? I don't want to hear nothing about what you know. If it hadn't made you a better Christian. I know people call themselves theologians but don't have an ounce of the love of God in them. You ain't brave enough to take you to the cross. So instead of dying to yourself, see, y'all not saying nothing. Touch somebody say, this movie going to get better. We don't want to go to the cross. We don't want to nail our opinion to the cross. See, because once something is dead, it, you don't bring it back up. That's why some of y'all can't move forward in life. You're always looking back, talking about what somebody did to you. Why don't you look back and see what Jesus did for you? Because whatever somebody did to you, Jesus didn't do. I rebuke every last one of you for thinking all your problems started when you met me in this church. You're a lie. Your parents raised you. Your parents gave you your mentality. And some of you act just like them. You're not brave. You're a coward. Because you don't know how to be a man or a woman and face life and confront things. Because life's going to happen to all of us. But you better be brave enough to utilize your faith to overcome it. Jesus was brave. Bunch of cowardly church members talking about how hard they are in the streets and can't handle the church. Quit the church. I'm leaving. I'm offended. I don't want to go no more because you ain't brave enough to deal with your own sin and your issues. It ain't the church. Because when you blame the church, you're blaming God. 
Because the church ain't got no fog machine, no light, or no this or no that. But we got the presence of God. We got the angels of God. Because you go to church looking for a show instead of looking for God to show out. Your priorities are wrong. You want to go somewhere with good singing? Go there. Because when that devil comes, you better be able to sing. See, you better be singing the word. You better know how to defeat the word. Come on. You better be better, better defeat him with the word. You can sing every song you want to sing. He ain't going nowhere if you don't know what your authority is in Christ. Hooping and hollering and running and screaming and shouting. Gonna be a lot of that today. But come Monday, they're gonna be in fear because they're not brave. They ain't brave enough to tell their BFFs, you can't run with me no more because I'm trying to go somewhere with my life. You ain't brave enough to break up with that zero. You ain't brave enough to confront your wife or your husband and say, we gotta stop acting like this. You ain't brave enough to raise our children and whoop them. You wanna be their friends. You don't reward bad behavior. You ain't even brave enough to do that. I don't want to hurt my child's feelings. Well, you couldn't have lived in the day we was coming up. You would be dead. Are you brave enough to take this message today? I like my brother over here. He's like, bring it. Sick of these soft, weak men. Can't even say nothing to them when I'm snatching up, snatching eight purses and walking off. Got an attitude. A lot of men got a man body, but they got a lot of female energy in them. Always mad and arguing and fussing about something. Real man don't have time for no drama. Y'all kind of quiet. I might as well go. I'm brave. I'm sharp today, too. The men have, and I hate to say it like this, but the black men have let the black women down. We want to pump them full of babies and leave them. We have let them down. Now we're out here with all these old wild religions. Come on. But I believe the day is coming where God's going to raise up some brave men and women of God that's full of the Holy Ghost, that don't mind being a family man, don't mind raising the church, don't mind glorifying God serving in the church. It's too many single black women because it's too many gay black men. God Almighty, I told you I'm brave. You don't know what you're getting out there now because they got muscles bigger than the rock and soft as a tulip. Because there's a spirit of delusion that's going on. Y'all not saying nothing. 
ain't no tricking no real man when it comes to a transvestite. A real man know a man when you see it. I don't care if you got a wig on. That's a man. You better have some discernment in these last days. Y'all not saying nothing. Because all your movie stars, everybody tell you that all that lifestyle is okay. And I'm, here to, I'm brave enough to tell you it's not okay. It's not okay to transition your child. It's not okay. Your child coming there talking that, you better get on the word of God and say, the devil is a lie. God made male, female, and that's it. I know people don't want to hear the truth, but I'm brave enough to tell you. Now, live like you want to live. Because if you want to find out if a lifestyle is appropriate to God, just read and see what's in heaven and see what's not in heaven. These are the days we're living in. We have to be brave to tell our children, say, no, baby, now that don't mean you hate nobody. Huh? But we don't believe that because God says it's male and female. When you start letting your child make decisions. I'm brave today. Y'all don't like to hear nothing, bro. You want? I'm gonna take you to. And your child sitting in there confused, cause you ain't brave enough to talk to them about their gender. Well, you just gotta let them. So you just gonna let them go to hell then, because you're not brave enough. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting today. Y'all was hollering a while ago. But this is the day that we're living in. And you better open up your eyes and understand that there's a spirit of delusion and there's a spirit of intimidation out there. And you're going to have to be brave. You're going to have to make a decision that whether I'm going to stand for God or I'm going to stand for Satan. Because there ain't no two grounds. I'm preaching better than y'all shall. Why is this is important? Because Jesus died for them just like he died for you. And if God can change you, he can change everybody else. See, that's what they don't want to hear. They, they don't want, see, you can change. But not in Kentucky, you can't transition transitioning our children and they want to transition your children without you not even knowing about it and you're going to trust the school system with your child so some of you never go up there you never find out what's going on and you don't know what kind of book they didn't put in their hand but that's why when they come to this house they're going to know what's right what's wrong Right? And they're going to be brave enough to stand up and say, no, I'm not going that way because God doesn't approve of that lifestyle. Come on, single ladies. There's some good men still out there. Someone say amen. But when they come, you got to be brave enough to say, now, I'm not leaving my God for you. They love everything about you until you start talking about your God. 
not realizing it's your God that made you brave enough to be who you are today. Y'all not saying nothing. Don't look at me like that because everybody say that until somebody breathes on your neck. You forget all about God and you forgot about the breath of the Holy Ghost. Don't tell me I've been pastoring a long time, 25 years. I've been in ministry 35 years. So don't tell me. So that's why you avoid, be brave enough not to put yourself in a position for the servant, serpent to even whisper to you. Have your child ever came home? Come on, I got nine minutes. Have your child ever came home and you said, who told you that? That's the way some of y'all do because you got this content creation going on all the way through social media and everything. And you start acting weird. And I'm like, who told you that? Who told you a man ain't supposed to have a house for his wife? That you can live with, like the people overseas live where the mom and the daddy, everybody just live together. Because you're too sorry to get up and go to work. Who told you we all part of the body of Christ so you ain't got to go to church. You ain't got to have all that. We still one in the body of Christ. God said forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. God said to go to church. Jesus, Jesus went to church. Are you brave enough to stand up to Jezebel when she started talking that foolishness? Now man can have a Jezebel spirit too. Jezebel is about control, manipulation, and domination. Who are you trying to control today? Huh? Y'all not saying nothing. But I'm going to be brave enough to preach this message. Go over here to Philippians 2 and I'm almost done. You ain't brave. Bunch of cowards. Girl, you always doing what your husband say. Why you ain't got one? That's the very reason you ain't got one, that, that mouth. When you are married, life changes. Your priorities should change. You should have got all that out your system when you were single. Want to go to clubs and want to run with your friend. Girl, you better get home and clean that house. You better get home and make sure it's a meal. And your kids are doing what they're supposed to do. And loving on your husband. Some of y'all ain't brave enough to submit. Come on, black women. I ain't scared of y'all. I raised a black woman my whole life. I ain't scared of none of y'all. Your husband might be scared of you, but I ain't scared of you. I don't want her to be mad at me. So what? If you telling her right, I'm not talking about dominating her, but if you coming to her and you telling her, we need to do this for God. Come on, men. That's why some of you men need to get that pride out of your life. You want your wife to submit, but you don't. How you going to tell her about God and you don't go to church? Tell somebody, say, we got a brave bishop today. You need to be brave enough to say, honey, you're right. 
You ain't got to say it along. Like, You're right. What? What'd you say? You heard me. Someone say, be brave. Be brave. Be brave. Be brave. That's what I had to do when I was young. I had that Jerry curl. I was scared to get a girl number, but I had to be brave. I had to be brave to ask Pastor Sheila out to the prom. I was brave. I came to the house and the mama ran me out. But I was brave. I didn't even know my life was on the line that day. Someone say brave. What I tell y'all to turn to? You know, I'm going to take you to the cross. Break my cross out here. Break my cross out here. I'm nailing every last one of you to this cross today. Nail your attitude. Your stingy spirit. Ungratefulness. I mean, Pastor Josh was at the house the other day. He just said, I've just learned to be a praiser instead of a complainer. I can't stand people that complain. I'm just sitting looking at all the goodness of God in their life. And you mad about something? But see, you remember, I started the church 25 years ago. I know where you come from. So you should never have a haughty spirit in here because I remember when you didn't have nothing. I remember. Come on. Come on, somebody. But now you think you all that. Just like the prodigal son, give me my inheritance so I can go now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wish you would go. I wish you would just go and see for yourself that it ain't a lot of brave churches out here. You just look in the choir stand, you'll see. You'll even look in the pulpit and you'll see. Something wrong with a man won't run with that crowd. But whatever you're around, that's what, I don't care how good somebody's saying. If they in there, I, I ain't going to hear that. Been in song that spirit up in you. They so opinionated. Say, be brave. Look at somebody say, Bishop is brave. I'm not scared of none of these folks. Because Jesus redeemed my life and called me to do this. So I'm not playing around with your life. I'm not going to get up here and try to fit in. I'm not going to get up here and try to, try to be politically correct. When you wrong, you wrong. But when you're right, you're right. Put my scripture up on the screen. Philippians. Chapter 2, verse 5. Remember, Jesus was brave enough. If you understood what he left for you. Let this same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind? Keep going to the next one. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Keep going. But made himself of no reputation. I don't, I don't want nobody to know I go to Dunamis because I got a reputation. You got a reputation of being a coward. I don't want nobody to know I, I, that's my bishop. You, 
And you really, here it is. I don't want nobody to know I serve Jesus. You're a secret saint. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'm going to be ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That don't mean you got to be a spiritual widow. Like some of these people go around squinting their eyes. Looking religious, acting weird. That ain't what I'm talking about. That's just weird. Open your eyes. But made himself for no reputation. My God, what if we can get rid of your reputation? Nobody don't even know you. You think because you get five likes on social media, everybody knows you. And you think everybody care about your opinion. You just had to put your opinion out there. And then some of y'all be giving your opinion. Nobody even asked you. Ain't y'all find that Nobody even asked you, but you're going to give your advice anyway. Shut up. But made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a what? Servant. Right? Have you taken on the form of a servant? When was the last time you picked up a broom and swept the church? When was the last time you cleaned the toilet? When was the last time you picked up some paper out there in the parking lot? See, we can't take that into our new building we're getting ready to build. Hmm? When was the last time you said, let me get down here early? Make sure everything's clean. Well, my name wasn't on the list to clean in church. But your name in the Lamb's Book of Life, right? Then you should be a servant. Everybody in heaven, you busy about your, think about the number of hours you spend doing things that's not godly. Don't mean it's sin, but you'll work 10, 12 hours a day. No problem. But we say, come on, let's come to the church. We're going to pray. I'm too busy. Let's get down here and let's, let's train our church. I don't hear that. I'm brave enough to tell the clock no. <laughs> let's go down here and train our children so they'll know how to dress, how to act. I ain't got time for that. I got to do this. I got to do that. Because you made everything about you. You, 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 hadn't, you didn't pick yourself up off the cross and made everything about you. You're not nailed to the cross. That old man, you ain't left that old man there. You ain't left that old mentality. Because all you got to do is get mad and that old man going to show you. I'm still here. I like this side over here. But I love that side over there too. <laughs> and it says, in the form of, of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, keep going, and been found in the fashion as a man. He humbled himself. Oh, my God. He humbled himself. It's best that you humble yourself before God got to humble you. It was one thing for my mama to whoop me, but when she said, I'm going to tell your daddy when he get home, that was a whole other dimension. And all day you were just, oh, God, daddy, ooh, wee daddy going to get me. God, I'm 
Almighty. You hear that car pull up? Lord, please let the car stop on the freeway. Because when she said, I'm going to tell your daddy, it's best to humble yourself. You know what you need to bring to this cross. You know what you need to deal with. But you ain't brave enough. Why are you afraid to deal with something that's not pleasing to God? Because you're concerned about some people that's not pleasing God going to say something. What they going to say if I humble myself? What's your husband going to say when you come in there and say, I'm sorry? They're holding stuff two and three days. What's wrong with you? What if the Jesus held your sins against you? What you going to say when your husband come in there and say, I'm sorry? See, there are two words the devil don't want you ever saying is forgive and love. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I've seen people blow their entire lives because they couldn't humble themselves. Out the will of God today. Listen to the people that's outside the will of God. They ain't even in the boat. They drown and telling you, come on over here with us. Just like if they ask you, you still go to do? Yeah, I still go to do. Oh, you still over there? Yeah, I'm still over here. Why wouldn't I be? Where you at? Oh, I watch it online. I watch such and such online. Because you don't want no accountability and you ain't brave enough to take some correction when it's needed. Sometimes you need somebody to correct you. And if they really love you, they're going to correct you. Say, so, no, we don't act like that in here. Who became obedient unto death. Oh, my God. Now, remember, he left heaven to come to this for you. He came obedient to the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Keep going. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's what he did for you. He hung on this cross from the sixth to the ninth hour. Three hours with nails in his hand and in his feet. Out, they beat him till he was unrecognizable. He was brave. He knew what kind of death he was going to die. But he said, Valerie's going to need me. The stripes that he took on his back was for your healing. Let me ask you a question. Now the scripture said before, then go back to the top scripture, verse 5. Said, now let this same mind be in you. Why you ain't willing to die? Yeah. 
and give up the things that's not pleasing to God. Why aren't you willing to die? Paul said, I die daily. Every day you got to nail that carnal mindset. It's hard. Oh, it's so easy to be carnal. I stay away from people that laugh all the time. I'm trying to figure out you got a 200 credit score in laughing. What you doing in the mall and you don't have no house? I'm just looking at people. What, what are you happy about? Just happy in Jesus. When he died so that you didn't have to be poor. He died. Took your poverty to Christ. Let this mind be in you. Bring me those index cards. Come on, Davion. Two. I got two Davions. They shawed too. Come on. We're going to get out of here. Hand them out to everybody. Over here. Start one on that side, one on this side. And don't put your name on it. But I need for you to write on that card what you need to put back up here. No, y'all not saying that. What do you need nailed back up? What do you need to die to today? The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a what? Okay, so why we still acting the old way? It is amazing to me. I'm brave enough to take up for the church. Church ain't your problem. I'm not your problem. Pastor ain't your problem. You your own problem. And you can't get out of your own way. But when you come in here, the word is so pure and powerful and true, you can't take it. Because you used to having your way. You used to living and doing what you want to do. Give me one back here. What is it that you need to put back up here on this cross? Because Jesus already took it. He took your shame. He took your infirmities. Get them over here. I don't care about no elders and ministers titles. They got them. Amen. They some of the most humble men I know. Somebody said every time your spiritual father calls you, you go. I do. Because he the voice of God in the earth for me. I ain't never been mad at him. I ain't never thought about leaving him. I ain't never thought about bucking up against him. Because nobody in my natural family has done for me the way my spiritual father has done for me. It's amazing how people can leave their spiritual father in the church, but they won't leave them crazy kin folks that's done them and shaped the mentality they got. That's my daddy. That's my mama. That's my cousin. The blood of Jesus is thicker than water. 
when Jesus was on the cross, he looked down at his mama. And he looked down at one of his disciples and said, Behold your mother now. This is going to be your mother now. Mother, this is your son now. Because when you go to the cross, you cross over into a supernatural spiritual relationship with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Are y'all listening to me? What is it that you need to put up there and leave it? Help me, Father. This cross. People want to talk about the resurrection, but there could be no resurrection without a death. When was the last time you said, not my will, Lord. Let your will be done. I give you you. And you hear the babies singing today. Give me a little of that. I was singing that around the house. The words might have been wrong. This song is powerful. I don't want nothing but him. Yes. I don't want another mad member. Do you know how long I've been doing this? I believe you can have some lawyer members. I believe you can have a church that can do great things together. Do you, Pastor Sheila? Because in heaven, everybody's unified. You're always going to have one to somebody ain't going to want to do it because they don't want to die. And the stuff that they ask, God's asking them to die for ain't even nothing major. Just so full of your stinking thinking and your pride. Give me you. Hallelujah. I need some tape. I want you to write this down. Oh, she got something right here. We're going to take these next few minutes. Y'all can cut that video off. I want you to come get you a piece of tape. And I want you to come bring that card. Come here, Dave. Yeah, let me show them. Show them what to do. And put that tape on there. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.